Hey everybody, welcome back. I am so excited for today's episode. Welcome to my yellow corner. It's your girl Mideva and I am so excited for today's topic. I think I already said that before, right? Today, I am delving into notes from therapy. So basically, I just thought why not share some really good notes from my personal therapy sessions and those that I offer my clients, but not really, but like those that I use personally from my therapist that help me navigate everyday life, that help me navigate the things that are going around, the things that are happening in my mind. It can be a wild place. And the things that help me heal. So stay tuned for some great notes from therapy that could help you in this journey of adulting. What's up, peeps? I am so excited to have you guys listening in to another episode. You guys are so great. Um, I love the feedback that I'm receiving. I love that you guys are sending me emails because I'm no longer on social media. I love that you people are, you know, participating in the polls. You're sharing the episodes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much love this community that we're building it's it makes me feel so happy because i get to do this this podcast is my passion project i just i love it i do it for me and i'm so happy that i got a couple of listeners who really really also love it here anyway so enough rambling i am here with a very exciting episode and today i want to talk about i cannot really talk about today i want to share some quotes that I learned from therapy. So, highly advocate therapy. I'm a therapist who goes for therapy. Highly, highly advocate for it. Um, and highly recommend that if you feel like you need help in fixing stuff, in healing, or just in self-development, therapy could really be very beneficial. And it's been very beneficial for me um, lately. And I feel like there's some quotes that I normally read from my notebook from therapy that sometimes we forget the things that we're trying to do when you're having a hard day, when you're having a difficult time. We tend to forget that, you know, we're working on changing our subconscious thoughts. We're working on changing the habits that we have. We're working on changing the kind of patterns that we form that are not very beneficial and that are making this whole adulting thing super difficult, right? So I have a couple of quotes from my therapist that I tend to go back um, and read and remind myself what I need to do and practice because you have to remember that changing your subconscious mind is a constant constant and i say constant because you have to keep repeating it because the subconscious mind learns from repeating it's a conscious repeating of new things that you're learning so that you can replace the old things that you believed in with the new things that are good for you okay all right so let's jump right into quotes from medeva's therapist One of my most favorite quotes, it's actually highlighted with a red and a green highlighter and it's bleeding into the next page and it's disgusting, but it works. (laughs) It's a quote that I tend to look at very much lately because I'm trying to put myself out there, trying to do networking, trying to make 
more connections and social anxiety is something that I really, really struggle with. Social anxiety and social awkwardness because I'm generally very anxious. I'm generally very, quote unquote, afraid of people. So whenever I'm going to meet someone or someone new or new group setting or do something new in a crowd, like speaking, I get very anxious. And so one of the things we debunked with my therapist is why I get so socially awkward and socially anxious and general actual anxiety is because I do have people-pleasing tendencies and I'm always thinking about, um, do these people like me? Am I making the right impression? Are they understanding me? Are they liking what I'm dressed in? Do I sound obnoxious? Do I sound good? Do I sound bad? Do they like me? Do I come across as a likable person or someone who, you know, is a witch with a bee? But <laughs> I, t- I like reading this quote. And this is what my therapist said. When meeting new people, don't think about it as trying to get them to like you. Think about it as trying to see if you like them. Right? And I have to remind myself over and over that as I go to a place why am I so worried about them liking me do I like them so that like completely turned my thinking around so every time I go to a place I'm my best self and also I'm trying to meet people in their best selves and I'm trying to just make connections with people that I like and I like being around. And as a result of that, I've come to realize that I am making like more solid interactions and more enjoyable interactions because I'm not stuck in my head trying to get people to like me, okay? So maybe you can pick that up and try it out. My second favorite quote is, anxiety is greedy and insatiable. The more you give it, the more it will take. I always say anxiety always wants more. So the more you're involved in the overthinking, the more you're feeding the what ifs, the bigger it grows. And that's why when you find an instance, so how I deal with this, how I apply this quote from therapy is whenever I feel my anxiety rising and rising and becoming bigger and bigger, then I go ahead and find a distraction. So I put in some music, I do a meditation, I do a prayer, I start to dance, I take food and eat. Yep, I take food and eat. And it normally works with an instant distraction because now I'm not feeding my anxiety, but rather I am distracting it. So anxiety is a response to danger. If I sit down on my dining table to eat, then my body is confused because if we are in danger, why are we sitting down to eat? Shouldn't we be panicking? Shouldn't we be going into um, to get help? So when you do that, your body gets into confusion and realize, okay, maybe we're not really in danger. And it tends to help reduce the anxiety. Now, of course, this doesn't always apply to all kinds of anxiety because some people have chronic anxiety, but this is just to help deal with like, mild anxiety and anxiety that tends to get in the way of you working and you don't know where it came from i suffer a lot from that right okay um another quote from therapy it's good to feel guilty embarrassed or ashamed of past actions it means that you're growing and understanding why 
what you did was wrong so you won't do it again did you guys hear me correctly i'll say it again it's good and it's okay and okay it's good <laughs> to feel guilty embarrassed or ashamed of past actions it means that you're growing and understanding why what you did was wrong so you won't do it again so people beat themselves up because of feeling guilty or embarrassed of their past lives i always tell people it's okay to do that because if you had not grown you wouldn't be feeling bad you wouldn't be feeling embarrassed about something that you did it's okay to feel embarrassed and this i remember this note i wrote it down when i was discussing with my therapist about how i stopped drinking but every time a video will pop up from my memories or someone will tell a story and remind me about what i did in a drunken stupor in uni or right after uni i get so embarrassed i get so embarrassed i i feel my heart literally like crunching up and i'm like why was i drinking like that you know or like incidents where i can't remember what was happening a certain night and i get to just hear it all and i'm so embarrassed but my therapist told me this and it's like it's okay it's okay to feel embarrassed it's good that you're feeling embarrassed because it means you've grown past that and now you understand why certain behavior was wrong or certain thinking was wrong and now you get to do better because you've grown it's a sign that you're growing right okay next quote what will the kindest warmest person in your life say to you use that voice to speak to yourself until you develop your own kind voice i use this with my clients a lot and mine what i use to tell my clients is remember to be kind to yourself the same tone that you use with the people that you love use that with yourself but sometimes we are so used to criticizing ourselves in a very loud manner that we forget how to be kind to ourselves and so this quote that my therapist gave me really helped me out reminding you to think of the kindest and warmest and most loving person in your life the way they speak to you that tone of voice their lovingness you know then use that for yourself until you develop your own kind voice because we tend to be our worst critics we tend to be the meanest people to ourselves and so if you can be able to just catch yourself and be the kindest version to yourself then you know you begin to do better you begin to feel better okay all right next quote um I was trying not to flip through pages. All right. If you take care of your body during times of crisis, it will take care of you too. Now, I will read that again. If you take care of your body during times of crisis, it will take care of you too. Taking care of your body, what you eat, exercise, how much you're sleeping, how much water you're drinking. If you take care of your body during times of crisis, it will take care of you. This means that sometimes it gets to a point where you're barely able to get through. If you've been taking care of your body, it will hold you down. If you haven't, things will feel 
worse. Exercise as regularly as possible. Exercise doesn't have to mean you're going to the gym, you're doing CrossFit, you're training for World War 22. No. Exercise could be a 45-minute walk. Exercise could be a brisk 30-minute walk. Um, ensuring that your body is moving every single day in a productive manner. So are you dancing? Are you running? Are you doing cardio? Are you lifting weights? Any of that. A lot of people don't exercise because the gym can be expensive. I li literally just went to the gym like for the first few months of this year and I was like, we were like, we need to cut down on the budget. I mean, if you live in Kenya, you know the current of the, the, like the inflation rate is crazy right now. So just to make things fit within budget, home workouts. So a 30 minute walk and a 30 minute home workout on YouTube feels amazing what you eat now i'll give you um of course whose example can i give other than mine right so this notes came up because right after i lost my mother-in-law i literally let myself go completely i stopped working out i would eat every sugary thing you could think of and i gained 12 kilos in since april april to june to july oh no april june july august four months i had lost i had gained 12 kgs i was so heavy nothing fit irritated um annoyed the sugar was making me feel sluggish i was not sleeping properly so as i i'm just insomniac i'm not getting the rest i need i'm not getting the nutrition i need i'm not getting the exercise i need right and in august i literally crushed and so my therapist pointed it out are you getting anything done no that was in july that's when i went back to working out i remember yeah in july and are you are you taking care of your body and i'm here to tell you that quote is very true that quote is very true because the moment i got back to regular working out because even if i don't work out every day i always always ensure that at least I get in four days a week of a workout. I love the workouts I do. When I don't feel like working out, girls, I know during our period, it's the worst thing ever to think about working out. I just do a dance video. Like look for this nice workout, 20 minute dance videos. It's fun, lift up your mood, and you've gotten your workout in. For the guys too, you don't have to be lifting weights all the time for it to be a workout. Going for a jog, going for a walk. I'm so blessed and glad that I live in Mombasa because when I don't feel like working out, I just go walk on the beach. If I walk on the beach, let's just say beach, <laughs> on the beach for like an hour, I've gotten in like 8,000 steps. Counts as a great workout. If I'm cutting out refined sugar, I feel great right and my body feels amazing and as a result of that i'm sleeping better hence everything feels like it's better the world feels like it's sunshine again even when sometimes the clouds cover up the sunshine yeah all right so please take care of your body especially when you're feeling great take care of your body because when you are in a slump it will take care of you um, I feel like the reason why I was I, I went through that weight gain period after grief 
it's because I started this year on a very high note. I went vegetarian. I went, uh, I cut out alcohol, and then I was working out every single day except Sunday. And so my body held me down from April when my mother-in-law passed away until around mid-June, almost end June, and then now I started to crumble. And then I was back to working out in July. So think about, you know, work on taking care of your body because it will take care of you. All right, next quote. Thoughts are not facts. If you ever meet someone who's had therapy with me, they will tell you how annoyed they are by how much I insist on this. So it's just to show you that even though I teach other people this, I struggle with it sometimes too because I'm human, right? Thoughts are not facts. Just because something is in your mind does not mean that it is true. If you remember any quote from this episode, please remember this one. Your thoughts are not factual. Your thoughts are based on what you perceive reality as. Your thoughts are based around the things that you're going through. Your thoughts are sometimes as simple as you did not get enough sleep and now your thoughts are in a terrible place. Doesn't mean that they are facts, okay? So please separate your thoughts from factual things. For example, I often find myself thinking that I'm not smart enough. But that's not true. My proven record shows that I can be smart. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not. But why this thought comes up is because trying to advance education, trying to give the best product, trying to live the best kind of life, sometimes just, you know, not taking care or not keeping words to myself will put me at a position where I'm thinking, wow, I am so not smart. I am very dumb, but it's not true. It's just, I made some choices or I'm going through something or I'm perceiving life in that moment in a certain way. So be sure to Remember that your thoughts are not factual, okay? All right. Next quote. Here we go. Someone's very best effort at loving you still may not be the thing you need. It does not mean they're not trying hard enough or don't love you enough. It means that they're capable of doing what you're willing. Oh, crap. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm reading this. Sorry for cursing. I'm, I'm, I am not wearing my glasses. But yeah, simply translated, someone trying hard enough to love you doesn't mean is it's going to make you feel loved. Sadly. Doesn't mean that they don't love you. Doesn't mean that they're not trying hard enough to love you. It's just, it's not what you, what you read as love. A lot of people are very big on love languages, right? So if your love language is gifts and I love you by providing acts of service, I'm doing my best at what I know at loving you. Doesn't mean I don't love you, but you don't feel it because you, your greatest way of feeling and viewing and perceiving love is gifts. Does that make sense? My therapist told me to stop saying that. Any questions, please shoot me an email. <laughs> but yeah, I'll just repeat that real quick for someone who missed it. 
Someone's very best effort at loving you still may not be the thing that you need. It doesn't mean they're not trying hard enough or they don't love you enough. Okay? It just may be something that it's not enough. It's not not, not enough. It's not what you need, but they still love you. They still they're trying their best. Okay? Alrighty, I think we're almost done. This will be a very brief episode. So I hope you guys had some notes and you're going to keep this and, and this quotes or you're going to come back and listen to these quotes to help you through as you get therapy. This is not a substitute for therapy, please. This is just a few quotes to guide you through. All right. When you are struggling, break everything into smaller pieces. Okay. When you are struggling, break everything into smaller pieces. When you look at something as a whole, it often looks bigger and more intimidating than it is. Break it down into small steps. Break it down into small projects. Break it down into small chapters. Finish one off, knock it off, get to the next one. You will find yourself done. It applies even to your healing process. When working on your confidence feels too big, break it down to the steps that will help you get confident, okay? So number one step would be working on something that is an insecurity. What is an insecurity? I don't like how big my tummy is, so I'm going to watch my diet and I'm going to work out because I like it when I feel fit and good and I feel more confident. And so I focus on eating right. And when I master that, I add in working out. And then when I master that, I add in, I don't know, dressing. And then, you know, just break whatever it is. Applies even into work projects because a lot of people feel their confidence like go down when they get a new project. Just break it down into smaller pieces and it feels and you know becomes easier all right try to figure out why you're not the most important person in your life i'm going to let that sink in for a minute okay just think about it try to figure out why you are not the most important person in your life Now, I remember this session very specifically because as we were talking and she asked me this question, I was like, what do you mean? I love myself. And when we broke everything down, it's amazing how you do or easily do things for other people, how people pleasing has captured you and you think you're doing it because you want people to like you, but people pleasing is just you not putting yourself first <laughs> and also you putting yourself first. it's a very complex aspect of life but it's just showing you that you're not putting yourself first ask yourself why you're not the most important person in your life every time you're about to say but what will people think ask yourself why you're not the most important person in your life every time you let yourself go and you don't take care of your mental health and your physical health ask yourself why you're not the most important person in your life then 
fix that and make yourself the most important because if you do not take care of yourself you cannot ever thrive or take care of others a good example is when you go when you use an airplane and the flight attendant is like showing you the emergency thing they always tell you if you have a child with you put in case of an emergency put your gas mask on then put it on your child because you have to take care of yourself first to be able to take care of others if you don't do it on yourself first you might not be coherent enough to help your child okay so always remember that quote always always remember that quote all right i think we're almost done i think i have one more or two more quotes 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 for us all right you are not responsible for the version of you that they created in their mind i think i've seen this quote on instagram too i feel like okay i guess maybe it's in therapy therapy school <laughs> you are not responsible for the version of you that they create in your mind think about that reflect on that and then always repeat that every time you feel the need to prove someone wrong or right about you every time you feel the need to explain yourself for being yourself because they said oh my god i didn't know you were like that i don't know who you created in your head i presented my true and authentic self but then also you have to be presenting your true authentic self for this to apply okay all right i think those are my top quotes that i always go back to I really thought I had another one. I should, I should have another one. Um, oh yeah. So try to think, oh yeah, we already said try to think about why you're not the most important person in your life and voice of kindness to yourself. I think we're done. I think we're done. That's it. Those are the quotes that often pick me up whenever I'm struggling mentally, whenever I'm struggling with adulting, whenever I'm struggling with actually any type of crisis. We are in the healing process. We are in the unlearning and learning process, and it can be a bit difficult and exhausting and frustrating sometimes, and we forget and we tend to backtrack. Okay? So Maybe these quotes can help you out as they help me out as you look for a therapist that fits your needs and helps you out. All right guys, it's been fun. It's been nice. I'm glad to be sharing this with all of you. Please do share this episode with anyone that you feel might need it. And I kind of fell off the bad bandwagon. Bandwagon. <laughs> bandwagon when it comes to social media oops um no i did not go back to social media in that capacity but like i said working on my passions and the things that i love i was able to incorporate some aspects of that with social media so i'm very grateful for that but i would like to just let you guys know you are responsible for the promises that you keep and make Okay? especially for yourself and i always always tell this to my clients okay so this is an extra quote from me to my clients and from me to you guys 
The only way to build confidence is to keep your word to yourself. The only way to build confidence is to keep your word to yourself. Because your mind reads that as we know how to keep our word. We are good at keeping our word to us. We care enough for us. Therefore, we deserve everything that we're getting. The great things that we're going to get, they are ours. When you believe that you deserve the things that you have and you're getting and you're working for, you tend to be more confident. Okay? So that word you kept for yourself it's not too late to begin working on it personally i want to attempt 75 hard and so every week i think i'll be <laughs> i will be updating you guys i am starting 75 hard on oh sorry i hope that didn't make that too much noise i am starting 75 hard on the 30th of october 30th of october i'm starting 75 hard and i want to work on my discipline so yeah, wish me luck. I'll be telling you guys how that's going. Um, <laughs> how that's going. And if I'm keeping up. The thing that scares me about this though is how much working out it involves and also how if you skip a day, you have to start over from one. And then also, I'm attempting to do this for 75 days from the 30th of October, which is... Which means it's going to be even during Christmas time. So it's going to be like extra hard. But I don't want to be that girl who waits for January. I want to start now because I'm turning 30 next year. <laughs> and I really want to work on my discipline, on keeping my word on my uh, to myself. So no matter how much I fall off, I'm going to come back up. But I hope I don't fall off. Um, yeah. So on the 30th, actually you guys will be listening to this episode on the 30th. Today is day one of 75 hard. If you want to keep track of how I'm doing in real time, I'm back on Instagram on a very loose capacity. So I'm barely on there, but I'm going to be there just to share my books because I missed the book and reading community on Instagram and to share my 75 hard journey and maybe traveling, you know, just a few, few fun stuff. So I'm on there as should i share this should i share this should i share <laughs> should i feel ashamed for going back anyway y'all my peeps i'm on there bookish dot journeys yeah it's a book it's a bookstagram channel that will have a bit of everything but if you want to keep up with the books i'm reading with my 75 hard journey and my discipline journey then find me on instagram bookish dot journeys okay or just search the traveling bookworm and you should find me anyway guys thank you for tuning in i feel like i've really rumbled rumbled who i really should wind this up now <laughs> thanks guys for tuning in i love you all for listening and i'm super grateful for this community take care of yourself be kind to yourself and we got each other on this adulting Oh, shebang all right ciao ciao